Podcast three, Nate and I were trying to figure out what we wanted to say, but I don't think it. We didn't need to bullet point anything. I think it just comes down to us having, you know, a conversation, just kind of like how it started. Um, but the first thing I really want to talk about is how we had the opportunity this week on Tuesday to go with Dave Skogan, the founder of Festival Foods, to listen to Jim Hunter, um, someone who's done so much for Dave at Festival with Serving Leadership, mm-hmm. um, but hear him speak really about his book and the things that he said over and over again for so many years. And it was just a really, ex- really good experience for the both of us. Um, one thing, one positive thing you took away from the day on Tuesday. Yeah, I thought something that was super interesting was the fact that he prefaced everything that he was talking about with this isn't any of my content. This is everything that I stole. Like I, I dug and I found all of this content that worked for me. And now I'm going to pass it on to people that, you know, I, I work with and stuff like that. And I think that's super interesting because there's no original thought, you know, there's no original, there's no really originality anymore. There's humans have been around for so long that it's the same stuff that it's been for so long. You hear so many people say the same stuff and they take so much pushback for saying the same stuff as somebody else. Mm-hmm. But like Gary Vee, he goes, what do you want me to say? Something that's different, that's wrong, that I don't believe in? Right. Because it's not authentic. He says stuff that he believes in that he implements in his own life that works. Right. Like it works. Yeah, it's tried and true. That's why he's saying that to other people. So I thought that was pretty interesting because, you know, I mean, we consume content on a daily basis and we also right. we also talk about what we hear from those podcasts and part of me is kind of like oh i'm stealing that you know that isn't that isn't mine but it's like you know who's ever talking about that whoever i heard talk about that probably stole from somebody else as well so it's about how you how you effectively portray the message you're giving Mm -hmm. it may not be your information that you're giving but it's something that's relevant for people that you may know that aren't reading the same content or watching the same content you are it's relevant to their life and you want to give that to them. Right. It shouldn't matter if it's your personal stuff or not. Yeah. And that's why I think it's cool that Jim is the way he is. And he goes and he says authentically that this isn't just my stuff. It's stuff mm-hmm. that I've accumulated from different people and that I effectively give. Right. And it also goes to the concept of, you know, we're not we're not working against each other. Yeah, we're competing in a business sense, I guess. Right. You can say that. But we're all in this together and we all want to bring value to each other in you know yeah in in anything that we've found to work. I think I think the coolest thing about Tuesday is you know we'll hopefully you know talk to Dave more and hopefully get him on a podcast and just talk to him and about the things we kind of talked about in the car ride and mm-hmm. and even um listening to Jim but the one thing I would qu- quickly want to say is when when we were on the way home and he was talking about the rope of eternity and for those of you yes. out there that don't know this um he explained it is he takes a rope Right, and he has some red tape in the middle, and that's where he holds it. And when he lets go of the red tape and shows somebody the rope, he says the rope represents eternity. The red tape represents your life. That's how small your life is compared to eternity. Mm-hmm. That's your life on earth. You know, mm-hmm. what are you gonna do with it? I think we forget we get wrapped up in our day to day lives where I gotta go to work, I gotta go to school, I have to, I mm-hmm. have to. I don't get I, it should be I get to. <laughs> but we think about like, yeah, you know, I'm just kind of in the rat race of life. And you don't, we don't realize, you know, I don't realize, I know you don't either. We talk about it all the time, but mm-hmm. we don't realize how short our life is here. We take things for granted. We right. don't, we do things that would don't make us happy. Why? Why? I feel like, and this is an idea that we've talked about before, just in side conversations, but we live in a very 
external world and you know it's kind of cliche to egotistical, say egotistical yeah that say. too um but really a lot of our focus goes on social media and what's super interesting about social media is when you're on there when you're interacting it feels like you're actually being productive you know when really you're just sitting on on your couch in your bed just scrolling and wasting hours of your life when you could be digging into yourself you know it's like we focus so much on what he's doing what she's doing all of that we forget to look inside of ourselves and i think this also leads to the increased anxiety and depression that we see in our society today that we're not focusing on ourselves and reverse engineering what makes us happy you know right we're so much focused on everybody else and 100 and it's it's hard you know social media is definitely super addicting but you got to find ways to to get out of that i've deleted twitter for probably the last like six months and just because i know when I sit down and I'm scrolling through my phone apps, like I'm gonna click Twitter and there's the bye bye an hour, you know? So yeah, I mean, you just gotta find your, you gotta find that balance. Like social media is good where it keeps us connected. You know, I could pick up my phone and call my sister halfway around the country yep. and like talk to her face to face. But you know, there's a balance, there's a balance in that, there's a balance in everything. So you just gotta find that happy medium and Skogan even touched on that. It's kind of funny that that, yeah. that come up just, the happy medium of even leading as well. Like you wanna you you wanna challenge people, but you also want them to feel comfortable with you enough to talk to you about challenges they're having in their life. But you also can't be super easy on them. You have to motivate them and push them outside of their comfort zone. Otherwise they're not gonna grow. So it's yeah, it's mm -hmm. finding that happy medium in in all aspects of life. Well I was you know, we talked about um being like a an active communicator meaning like you're constantly focused on the person you're not thinking about what you're going to say next mm. and just right there i kind of broke that and i was trying to think about what i was going <laughs> to yeah. say next and i hate that i do that and i know that so many people do it and they regret doing it why is it we're always worried about you know what we're going to say next i don't know i'm just thinking about I, what my thought was is like what are we going to name this podcast like what is this yeah. episode three going to be named because we're kind of just talking and i think that that's really cool but I was like, what are we going to do this one? You just said leadership. We talked about the rope of eternity. And I think the cool thing is, is that we're trying to, you know, embrace anything that we want to talk about. And what's really neat about that is we could literally say anything we want. And it mm -hmm. has some kind of relevance in somebody's life. Mm -hmm. and, and so I think that um, the rope of eternity thing is really cool to talk about. I think about the leadership stuff that we want to talk about. That That was really cool. But... There's just so many different things we want to do and we don't know where to start or what to do. Mm -hmm. And this leads me into my next point is we get so worried about trying to figure out who we are, you know, trying to figure our lives out. You know, you're 20, I'm 21, and I think I'm supposed to have my life figured out. I don't. It should be when we think we have our life figured out is when we should be a little right. unhesitant and be like, we're too comfortable. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to have my life figured out. I want to feel lost mm -hmm. because I know I'm growing and I'm discomfort yeah. and I'm very uncomfortable. And you're searching, you know, you're, you're finding your way through that. Yeah. And yeah, that's an interesting point. It also goes to the yin and yang. Like when you feel comfortable, that's when you should actually feel uncomfortable because you're not going to continue to push yourself and build and, you know, go in other avenues and try new things. And, and I think, uh, uh, a, a cool concept that I've also heard this past week, I forget who it was from. Oh, it was Giannis, actually. He was talking about an interview. 
he was talking in an interview about like a training session he had with Kobe Bryant. And he said the two things that Kobe said was to, I believe it was uh, stay creative and be a kid. And Giannis was like, what, what, what do you mean be a kid? Like, I'm supposed to grow up. I'm supposed to be the man, you know, like I got to take care of my, my family and all that. And, and Kobe's, Kobe's perspective of that was like, no, be a kid in the sense that you're creative and you're asking questions and, you know, you're, you're just, you're playing, you know, mm -hmm. like, like don't take life too seriously. Just be playful. And I thought that was, that was a super interesting concept coming from Kobe. Right. Like that's a total, like that's, you know. Yeah. Before I get into, you know, really what I want to say off of that is pretty sure I heard a camera just turn off in the back <laughs> here. So technical difficulties and Whoops. that's, that's using equipment that we have no idea how to use again. Um, but no, to go off of that, uh, I, I wanted to talk about kind of the youth thing and the perspective of age. And we were talking about it before we came into the studio here and we said, you know, why is it that when I'm 30 or 40 or 50 or 60, society said, yeah, you're old, mm -hmm. it's over. You know, you got, you're, you're done at 60, you retire, it's over. I mean, you got 20, 30 years, mm -hmm. whatever. You know, you live it out, grandchildren, but it's over. Right. It should never be older, It'd never be over. You know, I think I told you all here, I said, if I can consume one piece of content from Gary Vaynerchuk the rest of my life, it would be on his videos on the perspective of age. Because mm -hmm. he's like, I'm 40 and I think I, I'm just starting. I'm mm -hmm. a baby. I'm figuring it well, out. When you think about it in perspective, the average age is what, like 82? It was like I think, 78. I think, I think, it I think it it's like 82, 82 now. now yeah. And when you think about it, he literally is only halfway uh, average. How is that over? Yeah. Why, why do people say it's over? Yeah. So think about what he's going to, his goal is to buy the jets and he's nowhere close. Mm. I don't consider that over. He's going to do it. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. That isn't over. And that also plays off the concept of, you know, get your dreams and get your goals and get everything at such a level where you're not, you're not thinking about your age. You're thinking about, Oh, I want to buy the jets, bro. Like, yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm 40, but I'm going to buy the Jets, and it's going to be awesome, and we're going to win Super Bowls. We're going to make Brady and Belichick look like little girls. And it's if just your dreams don't scare you, at. if your dreams don't scare you, they're not dreams. Right. They're yeah. not dreams. And um, off of that, I um, – Come on, Nate. Spit it on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no, it's like – What do you want to say? It's people – I feel like people say, oh, you know, I'm, I'm 40 or I'm 60 now, you know, I'm retired, you know, it's oh, over. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like they say that only because that's what they've heard from their parents. So they're just regurgitating that. Yeah. And it's back to the concept of, you know, be a kid, ask questions, be like, why do you think at 60, your life is actually over? I don't know. Because my parents told me that. Exactly. Because my dad and then my dad's dad and everybody who lived in the era where 60 was over, it mm -hmm. was too old. Mm -hmm. Because now it's not. There's so much out there for us to learn and expand on. Who cares how old you are? Right. The one thing I love about the media and all the social media stuff we consume is that they say, hey, go to a nursing home and talk to somebody who's 80 or oh, 90 years that. old and see what you hear. You want to know what the one thing we you're going to hear that. is? Yeah, we should. Is you're going to hear regret. Mm -hmm. I wish I would have done this. Mm -hmm. What if I would have done this differently? Why? Mm -hmm. Why didn't you do it? You know I know I'm going to turn 80 or 90 and I'm going to be the same way. It's just natural for everybody to be like that. But don't you want to capitalize on everything possible right now? 
hearing mm. those stories that people are like that when they're that age, I want to.